Welcome to the Heart of Dating Podcast. Hey, it's Kate. I'm so glad you could join us this week as we try to untangle the ever so ambiguous world of dating as a Christian. Over here on Heart of Dating, we get real as we answer some tough questions and uncover transformative ways to approach Christian dating. Oh, and you better believe we have some laughs along the way, because last time I checked, the struggle is hashtag real. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's get to the heart of the matter. What up, what up, what up, you guys? I am so excited for today's episode. If you are new here, welcome to the Heart of Dating podcast. My name is Kate Warman. I'm the founder of Heart of Dating. I'm your podcast host, and I am so excited that you're joining us in for the Heart of Dating podcast, which launches every Wednesday. Just so you guys know, we have hundreds of episodes here on the Heart of Dating podcast. So if you are just tuning in, you're like, wow, I need a lot of dating help. I would really suggest you go through our archives and start picking out some episodes that really will help you. I can guarantee there's most likely a chance that we have covered your question. And if we haven't, feel free after looking through all of our archives to let us know because truly we're here to serve you. Now, right now you're joining us in a special series with my friend, Anthony O'Neill, the one and only the money man, but also the incredible national best-selling author and also the host of the table podcast with Anthony O'Neill. You guys, Anthony is the man. And we are in this four part series talking all about why they aren't asking you out. Last week, we talked all about how the men cannot read your mind, ladies. They do not know that you want to be asked out. If you want to be asked out, you have to get in their vicinity. You have to make it known. If you enjoyed the date, you have to let them know you enjoyed the date. If you don't want to see them in the future, you need to let them know. You can't assume and just think that they know how to read your mind because they really do not. And we talked a lot about this last week with Anthony O'Neill. It's a really big reason why guys aren't asking girls out. Okay, but this week, today, we're talking about another favorite topic of mine in this whole concept of why they're not asking you out. We're specifically talking about, stop talking about it, y'all. Stop running your mouth. Stop telling everybody that you're going on a date. Stop making it this giant deal with your entire community. You put so much pressure on it, and that's why guys don't want to ask you out because they're like, man, if I ask this girl my community out, she's going to tell every single girl she knows, and then if it doesn't work out, Nobody else is going to want to date me and she's going to talk about me poorly to all of her friends. I'm sorry. It's rude. I know you may feel offended by that, but it's also kind of true. Maybe it's not rude. It's kind of true. So we're talking about it today with Anthony O'Neill. And guess what? My brother Anthony has an incredible course coming out on March 1st. Y'all, I am so excited about this course. It's called The Singles Blueprint. And the reason I'm so excited about this is because Anthony is an unmarried man and he understands what it's like to date for a while. He has been at low lows and had to figure out himself and his life and regain purpose and value and also figure out his money situation because there were some times where he was really misusing his money back in the day. So in this course, The Singles Blueprint, Anthony really helps you to figure out how to get the most out of your season that you are in by maximizing where you are so you can get where you want to be. And within that, Anthony walks you through eight key pillars to help you build momentum and maximize your season of singleness and every aspect of your life. 
and living out the eight principles that he goes through in this course, you will feel more content, more prosperous, and more fulfilled with where you are, all while becoming more equipped for where you want to go in life, whether that's in your relationships, in your money, in your business, or career. You guys, I can't say enough incredible things about the Singles Blueprint. If you want to check it out and get on the wait list so you're the first to know, there are limited seats. If you want to be the first to know about the Singles Blueprint, go to bit.ly forward slash the singles blueprint. That's bit.ly forward slash the singles blueprint. We're going to talk more about it here in just a second. You guys, I'm so excited. I'm not going to talk anymore because we just got to get into it with my brother, Anthony O'Neill. Let's go. What is up, Anthony O'Neill, my friend? How you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm excited. This is round two. Let's get to work. Let's go. <laughs> I'm so excited. We did. If you guys missed it, we're in the middle of a series called Why They Aren't Asking You Out. Okay. Why are they not asking you out? Why are you still single? <laughs> oh, my goodness. And last week, we talked about the fact that guys cannot read your mind, ladies. So we need to be in our feminine and yet let them know how we feel. Let them know if we want to go on a date. Let them know if you liked the date. Oh my goodness. Uh, Anthony, will you give just a quick recap of how why that's so important as a dude? Yeah, because we want to make sure that we have the masculine energy and, and we're not dating someone who also has masculine energy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. We, we we want to feel like, you know, like we're, we're the man and that we are pursuing, that we are respected, that we are valued. Uh, but then also, too, when we take you out on that first date, one of the key things we learned on the last episode, if you want that third date, not just the second date, but that third, fourth, fifth date, communicate. Let us know, hey, I enjoyed that. You smelled good. You yeah. looked good. And I enjoyed the restaurant that you selected. Um, and just from right there, what you did is you stroked the man's ego. And by stroking his ego a little bit, now he's already thinking about what should I do next? What thought process should I be thinking about? How can I surprise her? How can I just maybe, you know what? And here's the thing too, Kate, you may get a brother to just drop off, you know, something at the house while you're at work. Like, babe, I dropped off, uh, you know, some roses and some flowers for you or your, your favorite cup of coffee. Let's you never go. know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the true kings out there. That's what they're doing. Hey, okay. Yeah. Yes. I mean, just, oh just, God. just say, thank you. Just, just compliment the brother and you never know, uh, you will never understand what that will do for you and for him long-term. Yeah, it's so true. Ladies, we need to stop playing it cool and being in our heads, just waiting for the guy to make a move, waiting for him to do something like you want to receive and you are receiving in the feminine. But if you are finding yourself starting to resent him or resent that he's not asking you out, resent that like, you know, he's not taking you on a good date or whatever, that's a date that you don't enjoy. You need to communicate how you feel in advance by letting him know that you're interested by opening the door to see if he's going to pursue you and step up as the king that he is. You want to let him know, let him know you had a good date. It's not about being cool. Go listen to the last episode because we dive into that so much more. Uh, today, we're talking about a second reason why they're not asking you out. And it's all about because you got to stop telling everyone about it. All right. And so we're going to get into that in just a second. I have a lot to say there. Okay. But Anthony, I want to talk to you for just a quick moment because 
you have an incredible, incredible course that you have been working on. I am so dang proud of you with this program because I know that you've personally poured so much of your learnings in your life you, like into this program because you know everyone knows you as the money guy and I love it. We, we all love it. But you are doing something now that you're combining your, you know, all the things you've learned with money, but also with how to steward your life well right now in your single season. And your course is called The Singles Blueprint, Eight Pillars to Maximize Your Single Season, Gain Clarity on Your Life's Vision, hey, oh my goodness, and start building your legacy right now. I am stoked reading this. <laughs> Every time I read the course, I'm like, oh my goodness, am I doing this right now? I need to retake. I need to do this course. Singleness is not a disease. Singleness is not a plague. If you're asking why are you still single, it's probably because you feel a little bit stuck in your single season. And, you know, this course that Anthony has created is so good. I'm involved with it. I am so proud of Anthony. It's incredible stuff, you guys. You know, Anthony, I do have a question for you as it comes to this course. We a lot of this series is about how do we get past a first date? How do we continue on? A lot of people go on a lot of first dates and they don't go they don't don't get past that. So you say that if you want to get past a first date, you have to develop character that's more than surface level. Ooh, that's good. How can someone cultivate character in singleness to attract the right spouse? All right, so good. Don't worry about currency. Mm, I'm gonna say that one more time wow. yeah, for, for for any man or for any sister is don't worry about the money side of things. It's focus on building your character, focus on building your life vision, focus on accomplishing something, focus on your integrity, uh, focus on the things of God. Because I think what we tend to do when we're single and we're dating, uh, we tend to focus on how do we get the money? How do we get the bag? Ladies are looking for a man with a lot of money. Guys are looking to, uh, if I get the money, I'll get the woman. Well, both of those are actually true. But here's the thing. Can you sustain? Can, can you keep that man? And character mm -hmm. keeps a man. Character keeps a woman. And so for me, I, I'm really big on how do we build character? Because if you build character, you'll build the currency, you'll build finances. But if you have finances, if you have the currency without character, you can lose all of it. Wow. And so, yeah, um, so I say focus on character. Yeah, that is incredible. And you, you actually, that's a huge foundation of your course is going through eight different pillars of how do you maximize your single season? How do you start building your character and building the right foundation right now? Um, that's yeah. not just focused on, you know, all the wealth, which again, is not a bad thing. You know, it's not bad, but you need the character first. And so tell them about the eight different pillars and then we'll move into the content for today. But I want them to hear the eight different things you talk about in this course. Yeah, when it comes to maximizing your single season and gaining clarity and starting on your legacy right now, because you shouldn't be waiting to build legacy when you are when you get married, you can start it right now. There's eight main things that you need to focus on. That's your spiritual journey. That's your life vision. How are you stewarding your time? Um, are, are you willing to step outside of your comfort zone? Because right. nothing extraordinary happens inside of your comfort zone. What's your network look like? You know, what kind of relationships are you building? Mm. And then everyone talks about mental health, but I went much deeper, Kate. I'm talking about our core health. Who are we at our core? And then who are we physically? Are we happy with where we are physically? 
And do we own our mindset? Do we own our number one business? And our number one business is our mind. Or are we allowing other people to tell us how we should think, how we should walk, where we should work, rather than us actually owning our own thoughts and rather than us actually telling ourselves, hey, this is what I'm going to do. This is not what I'm going to do. I'm not going to sound like that. So I'm literally spending time and walking through how I've been successful in all these eight pillars, how I've been able to get out of debt, get on major stages, be on you know, all these major platforms uh, while I am single um, and while I was able, how I was able to build my wealth. And none of this is about money. It's all about maximizing and stewarding the season that I am in. And that's being a single man. Yeah, that's so powerful. It's like out of this place, out of this place of health and character and amazing foundation and stewarding wonderful things in your single life, out of that place, things like wealth come. Things like, you know, there's other the things like your spouse may come, you know, but it's so important to build this core foundation. Now, you talked earlier about character and how character is just so important. And I think speaking of character, that flows perfectly into the content for what we're talking about today in this series of why they aren't asking you out. Because I think, and I see this a lot, a huge reason why men aren't asking women out in the church is because the ladies are out here telling everyone about it. Okay, mm. y'all. They out here mm. telling everybody they know. Okay. And that is not a woman of great character. Okay. Because a woman of great character walks in wisdom. And we, as a wise woman, you are not out here telling everybody at church your business. Okay. And, you know, it's out, it, there's a few things here. Women, we make a really big deal out of the first date and we like let somebody know and then we let our whole community group know and now the whole church knows that I'm going on one date with this guy and all of a sudden the man is like oh my goodness like it's like everybody is out here having eyes on my first date when I don't even know if I want to date this person yet. I'm just trying to get to know this woman but now there's so much pressure that this scare this honestly can repel a man. I don't know, Anthony, do you want to speak into like what what does it feel like as a guy when you know that the woman has just told every single person around her and they're people that you know, you have mutual friends. <laughs> like how does that feel? You know, here's the thing. It 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 makes me feel like I can't trust you. It makes me feel like you're in this for the wrong reason. In a in a relationship, especially in the beginning, Here's why you will not get a second date from Anthony O'Neill. It's because I'm trying to build a foundation between us. And what you just did is you went out there and told everyone else and you gave them permission to talk into our foundation. So now they can bring in drama. They can bring in uh, unhealthy opinions, unhealthy thoughts. And so for me, if, if I have anyone come back and tell me, yeah, such and such that y'all went out and she liked this. Well, have you thought about this? And you should do that next time. And you should do this. Like, no, queen. Me and you should be able to build together. Um, my, I'm very big on building without no one knowing. I don't really even tell my parents. I don't really even tell my friends. I'm mm -hmm. just like, hey, if it was you and I, Kate, I'd be like, yo, Kate, let's build together. Let's see if this is something before we invite someone else into this. 
Yeah. Especially in the beginning, like in the very beginning, you know, like if you don't trust yourself to go on a few dates with the guy and not have discernment, that's something we need to work on. Okay. Like that's something (laughs) separately we need to work on, but it's totally fine to be excited, but don't be blabbing it to everyone and involving everyone. Cause the, the thing with dating that you're bringing up to Anthony is like, everybody has a different way of doing it. And everyone's, that's why dating is so ambiguous because you're going to have this pastor say to do it this way. You're going to have another pastor say to do it this other way. And guess what? You're going to have communities of people all together, all thinking it should be this, that, and the other way, you know? And so you invite those people into your journey. You invite all those voices, you're confused. And you may actually miss out on a great opportunity with this person of just focusing on how you feel around them. Do you enjoy their company? Are you curious about them? Do you want to know more? Those are the important things you should be looking for at the beginning. (laughs) And you're not going to be able to figure those out if you have all these voices, you know, telling you all the things all around you. Uh, I'd love actually a dude in your community, Farrell said, your mom, sisters, girlfriends, and pastor are not always right. This is our relationship. Hear us out. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey. and that's for real. When, when when he said that, I said, that's so real, man. Because it's, it's like, yo, you're not dating your father. You're not dating your mother. Now, yes, get wise counsel. But listen, we have to build something for ourselves. And it shouldn't be, I shouldn't be dating you, your mama, your daddy, your girlfriend, your sister, your auntie, your cousins. Because it's like you've invited them all into our relationship when we don't even know each other. So give us the opportunity. Goes back to the last episode. You and I need to communicate. We need to have a good level of communication between us two. Then as we built the solid foundation, then together, Kate, here's my thing. Together, let's go and invite people into our relationship to get the wise counsel and to get the wisdom and knowledge so we can move forward. Everything in the relationship should be about progressing forward, not progressing backwards or staying the same. This is where I want to bring out something you said, even that you go over in your course, which is network. There's a way to balance community versus bringing every person in. And I think we get this a bit wrong. You know, we go to our community group and we assume or we go to our church and we see we go to brunch with all the people and we're like this. These are all my people. No, you need to figure out what I always reference is I have a life board of advisors. Okay, it's my life board of advisors. These are six to eight core people. They, for me, they're actually people of different ages, varying life stages. Some of them are close in my age. Some of them are older than me. And these are my board of advisors. These are the people that know me for years, that know me inside and out. They know my triggers. They know my story. They know they've seen me date in other capacities. They've seen different versions of me and they have permission to speak into my life. They're people I trust and they're people that aren't just don't just all look like me, talk like me, think like me, right? And I think it's so important that we have a level of we need to build out that life board of advisors. I always encourage people. It's so, so, so important because oftentimes we are just, we're not being wise when we go ahead and start bringing, even when we get to the place in a relationship, let's say it was you and I, Anthony, and we're like, okay, we want to start building. You know, if I then invite everybody at my church, (laughs) 
into our relationship, <laughs> it's not going to be good, right? It's the people you want to bring in are going to be those core board of advisor people, the people that are wise, that you trust, that speak into you. And a big challenge I want to give you guys here is if you don't have those people, it's so, so, so important to cultivate and work on that right now. And I think as a man too, and I, I would love to hear your thoughts on this, Anthony, because I think for the men listening, this is also very, very important for you. But women, we have to work on narrowing our group down because we talk to everybody about everything. And I know I'm generalizing here, but guys, I think that guys also need to challenge themselves to find people, to pour into them, find people to be honest with and vulnerable with. And there are some guys I've dated that are like, yeah, I don't have anybody like that. And to me, it honestly is a bit of a red flag. If you have no like wise person in your life that it, you're being vulnerable with. So Anthony, what do you, what do you think about all that? No, absolutely, man. Within my networking, uh, Kate, I have a mentor speaking into my life who gives me wise counsel um, in every area of my life. So for an example, uh, Dave Ramsey gives me mentorship in my money space. Uh, then I have another guy giving me um, information in my uh, spiritual walk. Then I have another person giving me mentorship in my physical health walk. Mm. So I think any man that wants to be a better man is going to have wiser men speaking into his life. And it goes on both sides. A woman should have you know, ladies speaking in her life, if you're dating and you want to date correctly, well, then you need to be soaking up everything from Kate. You need to be on every single podcast, taking her courses, getting out, you know what I'm saying, to her conferences when she's having it. Because just because you may not talk to the individual doesn't mean you cannot get wise counsel and knowledge mm -hmm. from that individual. Yeah. Soak up all their content. So I agree that your network is so, so, so important. And anyone in your network should be progressing you forward and not backwards. Yeah, you know, that's so true. There's my pastor a while ago said, who are the priests in your life? It's just like a figure of who challenges you, who is the person that's going to call you up and call you out. And sometimes, you know, like that can also be the things you are reading, investing. Maybe it's not a person that you even know, but it's like, what podcast are you listening to? What book are you reading that's helping you forward? You know, and we need to also have those things. When I talk to men that don't have anything, they're not growing in any way, <laughs> or they're trying to be in a relationship and they've never read or listen to anything about how to grow a healthy relationship. I'm like, that's a problem. <laughs> now, granted, I'm a dating coach and that's what I do. But you know, like I want to see that somebody, you're not going to go to be a doctor without studying how to be a doctor, right? People aren't just going right. to give you your degree. If you are like, I just want to be a doctor. Here's your degree. No, that doesn't work like that. You have to practice, you have to study, you have to research. And like, that's the kind of people we should want to be in all areas of our life of things that are important to us, <laughs> whether yes. it's, you know, finances, relationship, physical wellness, mental wellness, like we need to be working to be able to get that degree in that area or, you know, to really be able to thrive is what I'm saying. So getting that the balance of a board of advisors. And then here's the last point I want to bring up on this. If it doesn't work out, oh my goodness, mm. if it doesn't mm. work out, y'all, this uh -oh. does not mean you have the right to badmouth him to everybody. Oh my gosh, this is where we get it wrong. If we could talk about anything today, this, if you're going to take away anything, this, 
Ladies, this is why guys are try- are not asking you out right now, okay? Because in the church community, men be- are literally afraid of their reputation, whether or not, because nobody's perfect, okay? And he may not have pursued you perfectly. I This is where grace comes in. I hope you have some grace. But there's a difference between somebody being tox- a toxic narcissist and somebody either not doing it perfectly and needing a little bit of grace or somebody that just isn't that into you, okay? And you don't have the right. You should not be bad-mouthing somebody because you are personalizing the rejection and it makes you feel good to talk poorly about this guy that didn't want to continue things with you. That is a huge reason we need to have more integrity in our conversations when relationships end. Oh my goodness, because I I'm so I get I get so tired of girls nights where the the girls are just we all talk about dating and the girls are just complaining about the guys and if it doesn't work out it's just bad mouth bad mouth bad mouth let's talk poorly guess what that's not actually making him a better man it's not making his anything better for him it's not making anyone in the room think of men better actually it's making you all think about men overall worse which isn't helping you in dating and i'm on a ted talk right now but i feel so strongly that ladies if it doesn't work out, it does not mean, and you should not be bad-mouthing him. Anthony, what do you have to say? Yo, you just went through a whole TED talk. I'm just just going to echo what you said. You know, uh, every time I ask about, you know, the ex, I I am looking to hear something positive about the ex because even though your ex may have done something that did in the relationship, what did you learn from it? No relationship ended because it was 100% the other person's fault. We all played a role in something. And so um, anytime I hear uh, someone talking negative about their ex, I run from it because if it doesn't work out with us, she's going to talk negative about me. And I don't, I don't want that. I've never talked negative about any of my exes, Kate. Yeah, um, wow. All of my exes are great ladies. They are great queens. Here's the thing. They just want my queen. That's it. Yeah, yeah. They are a queen. Right. They are special. They are valuable. They are uh, someone's best thing. They're just not mine. And so I still want to respect that because they were still fearfully and wonderfully made by God. Yes. They just weren't made for me. <laughs> That's yes. it. Yeah. And so uh, uh, what you said is so true, but I, I just echo everything that you said. Wow, that's that is so good, you guys. My favorite thing, and um, my friend JP Pakluda says this, and I repeat it so many times, but we need to have the goal to leave someone better than we found them in dating. Mm. And when you are walking out of that relationship and just talking poorly about the person to your friends and to your community, you are not leaving them better than you found them. You need to take ownership of your role in the relationship. And, you know, if you are finding yourself wanting to just focus on the man and how bad you feel, then I would actually say that this is less about the man not wanting to be with you. And it's more about your relationship with rejection and potentially needing some healing in your life for how you internalize rejection and how the lies of rejection communicate things about you. Because oftentimes when we feel shame, it turns to blame. Shame can turn to blame. So when we feel shame about something, 
will often blame the other person. I see this happening so much in the ending of relationships. We feel shame for something or we feel unworthy in some reality and therefore in our minds and then we turn it to blame and then we are bad mouthing the guy. And so I really want to call the ladies out on this and call you up, okay, to be just the queens that you are and own your part in a relationship, leave them better than you found them and stop bad mouthing the dudes. Anthony, this was so good to talk about this today. I love this topic. Hey guys, don't forget Anthony's course, The Singles Blueprint. Everything's in the show notes and it's going to be life-changing. So I'm a part of it. Anthony's worked on it so, so, so hard and it is powerful. So I want you guys to get in on that. Anthony, this was so fun. I can't wait for next week. Man, I'm already. Uh, can can we can we just keep going? I know. Right? <laughs> Let's go. I'll see you next week, Anthony. All right. What an episode, y'all. What an episode. Oh my gosh. I'm so grateful for Anthony. That was such an incredible conversation. I know we spit in some truth and I know some of y'all may feel offended, but it's real that sometimes we need to talk like this. We need to have these come to Jesus moments and we need to look at maybe the things that we're doing and showing and how we're showing up, which is affecting why guys aren't asking us out. A lot of women complain, guys aren't asking us out. Well, instead of complaining, let's see, what is there anything we can take ownership of? You know, the guys also have to take ownership of things, but ladies, let's take ownership of some things. So grateful for Anthony. We have two more episodes in this series, so stay tuned each week, every Wednesday for all the goodness. All right, guys, that's it for today. I will see you next week. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.